Hi, and welcome to the Ed Die Horror and Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Ed Die. We talk about everything horror and paranormal in the world, news, and other stuff and such goings on. Uh, remember, you can always find us online. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a few other things. To get to the podcast, just look for Ed Die Podcast. Or if you want to get a hold of me directly, you go to is Ed Die Dead, which is also our website, is com, which you might want to go to because some of the stuff I'll be mentioning, I'll have links on the page there so you can check out and get a better idea about what the hell I am talking about. You can always send us questions, ask us questions about stuff we spoke about or stuff that we haven't gotten to if there's something that you want to want us to cover or if you've got a story you want us to actually cover and talk about, let me know. You can always hit us up on email, the DMs or whatever. There's tons of ways to get a hold of us, man. We're not we're not impossible people. And of course, if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, just find us on patreon.com slash is dead. It's simple, it's easy, just like me on a Friday night with a bottle of bourbon and a Twinkie. So let's get to the news. Um according to rumors that popped up. Everywhere, uh, I believe on March 10th, which now seem to be beyond rumors at this point, Universal and Rob Zombie are working together uh, with Zombie set to direct a movie-based version of The Monsters. Yes, the original series that ran from 1964 to 66. The series got a big following, and yes, the uh, following is going strong today still. So... He's. They're talking about him making a movie. Uh, cast members are said to be Jeff Daniel Phillips, uh, who you might know from Lords of Salem and Three from Hell. Um, he'd be playing Herman Muster, Daniel Roebuck, Richard Brake in unnamed roles, and of course, always Sherry Moon Zombie, and she'll be playing Lily Munster as she's always in everything he does as they are a couple and they work together in almost everything he loves a little lily and lily love her little robbie her little spooky man and also said to be uh in the cast is cassandra peterson who you might not know her um real name but you definitely know her stage name elvira so the movie said to be starting to film in may in none other than budapest so that is definitely interesting. I'm wondering what kind of take he's going to go. Are they going to go for a spooky, or is he going to stay true to the lightheartedness of the um, series? Because it was more of a comedy than an actual horror. We'll have to wait and see. And staying on the topic of uh, movies, this one was already made, but this was this is definitely interesting. Uh, Blu-ray version is finally coming out for the 1997 sci-fi horror film Event Horizon. Yes, the film starred Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne as part of a team who come across the spaceship named Event Horizon after it's been missing for a few years. It follows them as they uncover the hell and the truth behind what happened to the ship and what's ultimately going to happen to them. 
Uh, special features include a bunch of a bunch, and I'm not playing a bunch of interviews with cast and production people. Uh, there's a commentary track with director Paul W. S. Anderson, a five part making of documentary, and the best part, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to, is deleted scenes <laughs> with commentary and much more. I'll have a link to where you can go order it. Uh, so. If you guys get it, let me know. If anyone that is in personal contact with me, let me know because I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it myself. I'm a little iffy. Maybe if I see the features on someone else's thing, maybe I'll go out of my way and grab this sucker. And um, if you're wondering why I'm laughing, uh, I like, oh dear, it goes again. I like to have a little something playing, uh, some visual playing while I'm recording uh, my episodes just because ADD does that. And this time I'm watching the old school uh, witch movie, Haxon. And I happen to look up to a scene of what I guess is a demon or the devil. And he's bent over a cauldron and there's just a line of witches literally lining up to kiss his ass. Literally, you're just kissing the man's ass or the demon's ass. I, I, I didn't know he was into that kind of stuff. I guess Satan and witches are into butt stuff, according to this movie. Anyway, on to the next bit of movie news. Coming to theaters on demand and digital HD on, I believe it's April 16th, is a new vampire film called Jacob's Wife. It's a nice take on the vampire, you know, someone becoming a vampire, the whole vampire turning storyline. Only this time, the big difference is it's happening to a housewife who also happens to be the wife of a Southern pastor. Uh, it looks like this one will have gore and spookiness from uh, what the trailer shows us. It's directed by Travis Stevens and stars Barbara Crampton as the wife and Larry Fesden as the pastor. Once again, there will be a link on the site. Or you guys can look it up. Jacob's wife. Jacob is spelled J-A-K-O-B. So if you're looking for that, definitely go take a look. Um, Switching over from movie news uh, to this toy news, and I got there's a little bit of it. Um, if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, the cartoon based toys from the series, the real Ghostbusters from the 80s, well, there is some awesome ass news. And I'm sure many of you might have heard already, and a lot of you are probably interested in just don't keep your eye out on this kind of stuff. Well, we already got the re-release of the Kinder Classic Foursome uh, and Slimer and Stay Puft that they put out last year. Well, they have finally announced that they will be releasing, or I should say re-releasing, the Ecto-1 car. And this one's going to be priced at about $50. Alongside the car, they are also putting out the Bug Eye Ghost with its big pop-out eye and the famous Fearsome Flush, the toilet ghost monster thingy uh if you grew up with the toys you definitely know what i'm talking about if you didn't grow up with these toys and you might have an idea what i'm talking about go look it up uh hopefully they will be able to have enough to uh to fulfill all the orders because pre-orders start in mid-march specifically on the 15th at 1 p.m is when it started and there was a little bit of an issue because there was a pre-order for the Ghostbusters, the Transformers, and I believe the G.I. Joe figures at 1 p.m. was supposed to start. I was on there, the geek that I am, and I was waiting to pre-order my Ghostbusters stuff, and 1.15 came around and nothing had happened. On Twitter, people were sending messages to like, 
to um, Walmart because that's the place that's going to be carrying them. It's in a Walmart exclusive, it seems. Well, they were asking, what the hell? What's going on? Where's the link? It wasn't until about maybe 1.30 that one of the Transformers popped up. I think it was finally at almost 2 o'clock, an hour after the date um, scheduled time for that date, that the Ecto-1 finally popped up. And yes, I pre-ordered my ass one. And, and then I had to wait a couple of more minutes until I could pre-order the Bug Eye Ghost and Fearsome Flush. But I did order them. And it says they're not supposed to. I think they're not even shipping out till about August. So I jumped on that grenade as soon as I saw it. I want mine. Uh, staying on the news, this is interesting. And this is really cool, too. But you got to be a collector if you want this. And if you're not a collector, this company has a lot of other cool stuff you might want. Vintage Spooky Company has put out a very cool action figure, a Halloween man. It's a vintage, old-school He-Man-styled figure with an all-orange body. Its body is a little semi-transparent and a jack-o'-lantern head. It's available on their Etsy store. But keep in mind, these are all handmade by an artist, so it's not exactly a little tiny cheap little thing to get but it's a very very cool limited toy to get it's going to be a cool buy if you want it each figure is listed at about 65 dollars check them out if you're interested and just go check out their other cool stuff if you guys follow my social media uh you might have seen uh their vintage looking cardboard halloween decorations i got for halloween i put them up for halloween and i put pictures up it's really cool. And for you guys into uh, Godzilla, I do remember they have an old school cardboard Godzilla uh, decoration that actually has moving joints. I think it's about three feet tall, which is pretty cool. I'm still planning on getting more stuff from them because they got stickers, T-shirts, magnets, and more. I love their art. It's really cool. If you want to find them, it's lit very simple. VintageSpooky.com. Uh, that'll take you to their etsy page you can also follow them on instagram i'll have a link to their store their instagram and a direct link to the figure if you guys are actually interested in grabbing it they've got a really cool logo too now i want i want to say this is sad news and i know some people out there will probably not exactly agree with me saying that it's sad news but it's still news so it seems friday March 12, 2001, this year, it seems the man known for the Amityville murders that led to the whole Amityville horror story and everything, the man behi uh, behind it has passed away. Ron DeFeo Jr. was serving a 25-year sentence, 25 years to life, for the 1974 killings of his entire family in Amityville, Long Island. Um, DeFeo was 69 uh, and he died at Albany Medical Center, where he was taken on February 2nd, uh, over a month before, from prison, well, where he is in prison, in New York Catskills Mountains. The Department of Corrections and Community Service said the, um, that the cause of his death wasn't immediately known. And at the moment, neither uh, they're not telling us, because quite honestly, it's none of our business, but... Also, the reason for his hospitalization is also being uh, kept quiet. During his trial, DeFeo actually pursued insanity, that the insanity defense uh, said he heard voices that drove him to kill his family. Like I said, that was back in the 70s. Jump up into the 90s. Uh, in 1992, he tr uh, went for trying to get a retrial, claiming that his 18-year-old sister killed the other members of the family and that 
he then shot her. So he waited a good few years before changing his story to see if he got, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It was her. It wasn't me. It was her. Okay. I heard the voices, but I guess she heard them too. I don't know what went on there, but either way, um, the man has passed. I, I didn't look up anymore because I was in my head. You know how you usually say so-and-so passed and is survived by their so-and-so? I don't know if he survived by anyone because the big chunk of the story is he shot the rest of the family. There's, who's there to be survived by? Anyway, uh, rest in peace. Hopefully he doesn't go back to the house to haunt it, but that's a whole other story and a whole other situation, and we've kind of discussed that before. And and I'm still I still have Haxon on the screen and I'm watching an older monk whip a younger monk. Uh and the younger monk seems to have pulled his clothing off and there's a zoom in of his face and he looks like he's orgasming more than he looks like he's being punished. Oh God. What the hell am I watching? Jesus. I know I've seen parts of this before. Oh brother, why did you stop beating me with the scourge? Now my soul will surely be dead. Jesus. Oh my God. Literally. All right. I got to stop looking at this screen and go back to the information I'm trying to give you people. All right. So let's, let's get to the main bit of news. Oh my God. I'm losing my mind here. Anyway. All right. The main topic. So far away in the most Northern state of these United States is Alaska. In Alaska, there's a town known as Skagway. In the town, there's a haunted saloon called the Red Onion Saloon. It was established in 1898 and served as a place for miners. That's right. Miners, as in people that work in mines, not miners as in underage kids, okay? A place for miners to get their drink on and get some ass. The place was a brothel during the Klondike Gold Rush. Today, it functions as a saloon and brothel museum of sorts but we'll get to that though so you see how i had to make the distinction miners not miners you with me now miners not miners because if they had the other kind of miners then be messed up that they're getting ass and drink that's why it's not those kind of miners it's the other kind of miners my head hurts so the first floor was the saloon the second floor was the fun zone so this is back in the day. So in the fun zone, they had 10 small rooms um, they referred to as cribs. So I guess that's not a new term. The crib, you know, welcome to the crib, MTV crib, MTV saloon hooker crib upstairs. So they had 10 of these cribs. They had an interesting way of having men pick their girls, though. They used dolls. They would put a doll out to represent each lady of the night in the upstairs cribs. When a man... Uh, picked one of the dolls that he would he would then lay the doll down that's corresponding to the woman he's going upstairs with to show that the girl is getting busy and sit back and then um once she's done come downstairs and you sit the doll back up to say next <laughs> next customer please bring your coupons have your coupons ready so <clears throat> who haunts this place a spirit they call Lydia, who is believed to be one of the former naughty ladies, naughty nighttime ladies. That's one of the people they believe is haunting here. So what does she do? Well, she's not doing her old job anymore. 
Though she might be trying to still, we can't necessarily say. No reports of ghostly hand jobs at the moment, or at least no reports that anyone's told us about. So, you know, there could be a little something slide going on the side. No one's telling us. But anyway, but we do what we do know about is reports about a lingering perfume smell followed at times by cold spots which is common, yes, for uh, hauntings. There also have been occurrences of footsteps coming from upstairs when there's no one there and um, other sounds. <laughs> now, when they say other sounds, I'm wondering, is uh, is this Lydia Ghost possibly in a time loop reliving her booty booty time, perhaps? you know, Is she still get it on, grab a ball, get on? You know what I'm saying? Is she still being a naughty lady of the night well there are reports about a loud disturbance once coming from upstairs which caused them when i say loud i mean it's one thing to hear footsteps and <laughs> from the bed but they said this was a loud disturbance enough that it caused them to call the police the police showed up uh they went inside as they approached the stairs they saw a figure run uh down the hall and go into one of the rooms, specifically the madam's room. And we'll talk more about the madam in a bit. And like most situations like this, when they checked the room, there was nobody there. Yep, when they went to check the room, there was nobody there. Ah, oh, some spooky hooker stuff, huh? Well, not a hooker, but a broth. What do you, broth, a hook, a lady? A lady of the night? Uh, I forget, there was a word for it. Um... She has been seen other times. In fact, they say that a full body apparition has been seen walking around her specific room. She's also been seen on the stairs and is described as wearing a long dress. Some reports say that she can be hostile to men, but no specifics were given. They believe she haunts a place due to her committing suicide in her room. Why did she do this? Well, apparently they believe... Her suicide was brought on from her contacting a venereal disease. Well, when you throw it around like that, it's, you know, that's liable to happen, but makes you wonder what disease she got, especially for back then. What disease did she get that was going to be pretty bad? Um, I mean, if you go on Google and look up syphilis and look up what it does to you, I'm sure, especially if it's doing it to your vajayjay zone, I'm sure many of you... Might actually opt for suicide instead. But that's back then, not today. Today we have pills, ointments, and creams that can take care of that. Well, there is talk, like I said, of another spirit known as Diamond Lil, who is said to be the former madam of the saloon. Basically, the hookah hostess. She was the one in charge. She'd keep an eye out for the girls and protect them. She was like the female pimp within the building. So when they saw Lydia's spirit run to the room, it uh, and which was Diamond Lil's room she ran into, um, they're believing maybe she was running, uh, reliving an, es- uh, an escape, maybe reliving a moment when she had to run away from one of the clients, one of the Johns, and Lil had to, you know, handle her business. Um, they say that Lil only interacts with male patrons now this like i said this is the hostess this is her job you want a little something i got a little something i got 10 my bitch hoes over here what you want huh you looking for something daddy so her job is to get you uh, wanting and then she gets you a little something to have so it makes sense that she's only dealing with male patrons so what does she do with them right you're wondering uh oh nothing 
except get a little frisky, you know, run her hand down men's thighs. You know, you might feel your leg getting touched to it. Um, some say she even whispers in their ears. What does she say? Hell if I know. I mean, it, it was all different time back then. It's such a different time back then. I mean, she could say something to them back then that today would mean nothing to us. She could be like, baby, you ever seen a naked ankle up close? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I'm curious if when she touched you, if it, uh, what it feels like, because like I said, there's reports of ghosts touching people and it's just a cold feeling. There's other ones where you get that tingly sensation. Others even have the uh, electrical, not just tingly goosebumps, but an actual like electrical feelings. Girl, don't be touching people or be getting close to the man's crotchety crotches if you're going to be zapping them with electricity. That's my concern. I mean, the cold, some some people into that. I'm not saying I am. I'm saying some people. All right, no judging here. All right. What As far as, like I said, what did she say? Who knows? Uh, it'd be interesting to go, but this place is freaking Alaska. I don't have plans to go to Alaska anytime soon, but if anyone is going, let me know. Hell. Um the website spookeats.com, a website that travels to haunted eateries and does investigations, said to have caught an EVP at the saloon. I'll have a link on on my website, but it's believed that the voice is saying, I'm the opposite. But I don't want to give anything else away. Yes, that's what it says, but maybe you should go watch the video to find out what it's responding to. Aside from ghostly hand jobs, touching men, and making other spirits run into other rooms, um, they believe one of these ladies actually waters the plants in the saloon. Interesting. Apparently, there have been times when the actual living hostess, not the hookah hostess, but the actual living hostess that sits you down when you want food, not when you're looking for ass, would check the plants and actually find the dirt, the soil in the uh, plants wet as if they've just been watered, especially when no one's done them. It's kind of spooky, interesting. Um, so they believe that Lydia is possibly upkeeping the place along um, along with the living people who are upkeeping the place. Either that or someone is pissing in the plants and she just touched pee-pee dirt or ghost pee-pee. I don't know. Is ghost here in a thing? One source came across said that there's actually a male ghost. Um, so they say there's a male ghost too, and that he's not too friendly. He said to brush up against roughly against people as he seems to maybe walk past them, and he moves objects and he makes it difficult for staff members to do their job. So he'll move things that they need, uh, especially keys, is what they say. But there wasn't much information on this male ghost. It's it's. He comes across more like a rumor than the whole other rest of the haunting situation. So it, it is interesting. The place does embrace its haunting and its past as it gives walking tours of the area that end at the saloon. So like I said, the place is open today as a saloon and a museum of sorts. They have women dressed in period attire who take you around, giving you the tour, which in some packages includes showing you the town and then even the rooms at the saloon. Sorry, people. They aren't uh, doing a full reenactment of what the ladies did upstairs. Uh, you'll have to bring your own lady for that. <clears throat> they do say on their site, and this is quote, and if you're lucky, you might even catch a glimpse of the resident ghost Lydia, end quote. You got to be 14 or older to go on the tour, but you need a parent or guardian 
if you are over 14 and you still need that parent or guardian up until the age of 21. I don't know what the reason behind up to 21 is. I don't know what Alaska has going on with their rules and their laws, but hey, their place, their rules, follow it or don't and just don't go. They got a quickie tour too, not sex quickie, but well, not exactly. The quickie tour is just a tour of the brothel upstairs. Now, does this sound like the kind of place you might want to go to? It sounds cool. It's just really out of the way for a lot of us. So if anyone is going to Alaska anytime soon and you think you might end up in Skagway, I'd love to see pictures and footage and let me know what you think and what you feel. Let me know if uh, you get touched by Diamond Lil. Let me know if you hear (laughs) some reenactments going upstairs by Lydia. And let me know if the guy goes bumps up to you and, you know, come on, bro. What you trying to do, bro? Anyway... I'm Eddie. I've been your host. I want you to guys to stay spooky. Let me know when there's something spooky going on in your life so we can talk about it. Uh, you, you know, you can reach out to me, too, even if you don't want to make an episode of it and just let me know about it. If you need help, I could try and send you uh, the way of someone that could help. I mean, I am friends with different investigators, psychic and mediums. So be uh, be open to looking for help if you need the help. But I'd like the story, too, so we could talk about that. And don't be scared. We've done an episode where I changed the voice, so we can always record you and talk about your stuff. Now I just feel like I'm blabbing about it. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Remember to stay spooky, stay scared. I'll see you soon, and don't look under the bed, because I think I dropped a dirty sock there. Ooh.